If we can get to 87, 90% kept as average, if we could do that, there are specific things. I think we've identified four or five very specific things that will drive that. There's more than that probably. They're gonna drive those things happening. Hello and welcome to the Remarkable CEO Podcast, a show dedicated to chiropractors who want to transform their job into a business so that they can have a remarkable practice as part of a remarkable life, not instead of one. With your hosts, Dr. Pete Camiolo and Dr. Stephen Franson. Welcome back to another episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm Dr. Pete Camiolo. And I'm Dr. Stephen Franson. And I have a question for you. Are you leading your business into the future or is your business lagging behind? I don't know, but I think that's a really good question to ask. Hey, this is the Remarkable CEO Podcast. I'm thrilled to be with you today. We're going to be digging into a subject matter that you maybe have never thought about before and some concepts you've never even heard of before. And I know for me, Dr. Steven, when I started to discover the a greater understanding of metrics and tracking and these types of terms that we're going to dig into today, it was very enlightening to me. It was also very empowering. So I truly believe that this conversation that we're going to have today will be enlightening and empowering for you as you CEOs are leading your business, charging forward into a brighter future. Dr. Steven, I'm excited to dig into this subject matter today on leading and lagging indicators. Dr. Pete, I'm going to tell everybody listening right now that they've got to have their thinking caps on for this one, okay? So we're going to talk about this concept of leading versus lagging metrics. And I want you to know that this is a chewy one, okay? So bear with us, but the juice is worth the squeeze because you know, you're getting basically a look behind the curtain in our remarkable CEO program. And I can tell you, we've been teaching this for the last six months and we're seeing our practices grow 50 to 100 office visits a week just with this new elevated level of awareness so that they can create focus on the leading versus lagging metrics with their team. So if you think growing your practice by 50 to 100 visits per week, and I'm talking about not by just adding new patients or reactivations, I'm talking about it already lives in your practice. These visits are already in your practice. These are existing practice members, right? Who have committed to care. There's another 50 to 100 practice visits per week Okay. And that's what we've seen across our hundreds of CEOs, right? So our remarkable CEOs. So we're going to talk about leading versus lagging metrics. And I get to talk about cars again today, right? So running a business well is like good driving, right? So good driving, we've all been behind a terrible driver, right? So I'm not going to name names here, right? But we've all been behind that terrible driver on the road, right? And you're like, what? what is this person looking at? You know, they're probably looking at their phone, right? Which is the place they're not supposed to be looking, right? So we know there's three places that you should be looking if you want to be a good driver, right? So the first is out the windshield, right? So this is looking ahead to see what's coming. The second is looking in the rear view mirror, right? To see where you've been, right? You look behind you. And then also you can look at your dashboard, which is really the real-time feedback, right? So Dr. Pete, what we're going to talk about today is just, we're going to focus on the windshield and the rearview mirror, right? So we're going to talk about future pacing or leading metrics. And we're also going to look out the rearview mirror of lagging metrics. And I'll be honest with you, Dr. Steven, you know, a lot of times when you're behind the people that are bad drivers, if you look at what they're looking at, they're not liking out the windshield or in the rearview mirror or at the dashboard. 
they're either looking out the, the window to the side or they're looking at their phone. And so here's what we want to do. I want to make sure that some of you, maybe you've been a little distracted in business. Maybe you're not sure where you should be looking. And oftentimes, you know, I've found that, you know, getting with, you know, a CEO on a call or any doctor on a call and talking shop, jumping into their business, rolling up our sleeves and going deep. The reality is that sometimes we just don't have to look at it, Dr. Steven. We just don't know what we're looking at. We don't know how to understand it. And I'll be honest, and this is true, that we oftentimes just don't have the type of stats and metrics that we really need. You know, we talk about vital signs in the remarkable practice and what a remarkable tool and resource that is. And we've covered that in the past. And I know, Dr. Steven, we're going to focus on one thing today, finding another 50 to 100 visits for all of you. We are confident you can find in the next 90 days. And now I want to hear back, Dr. Steven, from some of you who are listening to this, who we don't get to talk to about your practice, meaning you don't share with us. I would love to, in 90 days from now, from whenever you listen to this podcast, to circle back with us and tell us, hey, I did what you said, Dr. Franson. I walked through this and I saw my practice visits grow 50, 70, 100. We want to hear from you. We do. So I'm going to ask you to circle back with us to let us know after you walk through this, just the, the level of consciousness that you're going to gain today and understanding of your business is going to help you tremendously. And I believe you should actually result in manifesting a actual growth and uptick in your patient visits that you should expect moving forward. Dr. Steven, I expect that's going to happen. So Dr. Beat, I want to make sure that, you know, we bring this back down to earth because I know that that number is relative to the size of your practice. Okay. So I don't want anybody to have any level of discouragement. By the time doctors get into our remarkable CEO program, these doctors are typically north of 300 visits. It's not uncommon that they're on 600 visits. We have doctors at 3000 visits a week. Okay. So, and everything in between. So when you hear they're growing by 50 to hundred offices, if you're at 125 a week, congratulations, awesome work. Wouldn't you love to get to 150 a week just from the people that are already in your practice? So that's what we're going to focus on right now. We're going to talk about two very important metrics, right? We're going to talk about one leading metric and one lagging metric, right? So we always want to know two numbers, right? So in the Remarkable CEO program, we say one number is a fact, two numbers are a story, right? So today we're going to talk about the story, right? So we're going to pick these two and these two numbers I like the most because you can really get a lot of traction from these numbers if you stay focused on them. If you make sure that everybody understands this is what's important here. So that's the power in what you measure in your practice because it's the most effective and efficient way to convey to your team members, this is what's important here. This is what's important now because what matters gets measured. And what gets measured, if you're following our system, is what gets talked about. And what you talk about, you bring about. Everybody understands these expressions we use all the time. What you focus on grows. Be careful what you pick, what to measure, because that's what's going to be part of the conversation. That's what you're going to be meeting about. That's what you're going to be training around. That's what your quarterly reviews around, your scorecards, your scoreboards, et cetera. These are the numbers you're going to be talking about. So what you talk about, you bring about. So we take this very seriously and we say, okay, let's pick our outcomes, right? So let's start with number one. The first thing we're going to go is we're going to revisit something you heard us say in the past, which is we're in the compliance business, okay? We're in the compliance business. And I'm not talking about insurance compliance and regulation and note-taking. That's not what I'm talking about. What I'm talking about is patients complying to the doctor's recommendations for care, okay? So in our world, in TRP, we talk about the three-legged stool. 
Okay. And it's the three-legged stool of results. Okay. So it's the three overlapping spheres. You know it as the Venn diagram, right? The three circles that overlap. And these are the three things that if you do them at the same time over time, this is where the results live, right in the nexus of that Venn diagram. So those three things that the patient has to understand is this is what it takes to get the results you want. It's this adjustment, frequency, and rhythm. It's breaking these bad habits. And it's adding these specific exercises, okay? So those three things done together at the same time over time is where results live, right? So Dr. Pete, we teach that that three-legged stool, that nexus is actually, that represents compliance. This is a patient following the doctor's recommendations for care, okay? So I say we're in the compliance business because at that center, at that nexus, when they're compliant to the doctor's recommendations for care, that's where all of our favorite R's live. And there's four of them. There's results, clinical results for the patients. Clinical results for the patients is key, right? That's what we're in the business of doing. Better health outcomes, better health experience. Well, that creates happy patients and happy patients refer other patients. So there's a second R that drives greater retention. And of course, that drives better revenue because money follows value. Those are our favorite four R's. So there is results, patients' results, clinical results. There's referral, there's retention and revenue. Dr. Pete, we're in the compliance business. We certainly are. And just even unpacking that, I know already for many of you who are listening to this episode, that right there is transformative. If you can just embrace that and bring that into your practice and start holding your patients to a higher standard of accountability by actually creating a standard with which you are holding them accountable. There's compliance to these three things, adjustments in rhythm, breaking your bad habits, and doing your exercises faithfully at home. When you commit to those three things as a patient, you will get the results that you want. And people buy outcomes. People are there to get the results that they want, and you help them get the best results even faster when they do that. That's what you're doing. This is doing the same thing. So when you talk about in your practice, what are the the three legs of stool? Dr. Steven, I would say we talked about this before this episode. There are there are several things that drive compliance. And we were talking about these. I think you're gonna unpack it here now, but this is exactly right. Like you don't get what you want you to get, you get what you measure, right? And what you measure, you can manage. And that's what this is about. It's about saying, hey, how do you manage your business? better? How can we do a better job? Because again, what you measure grows, like you said, and what matters gets measured, but you can also manage it. And this is again, going to help you to manage your business, manage your practice and help your team who you delegated to manage it, to do a better job and to be more effective. That's right. Like you said, one is a fact, two is a story. These are two very specific KPIs that drive results, drive retention, drive referrals, drive revenue. This is going to be a powerful moment for all of you. All right, let's dig in, Dr. Steven. I love the concept of downstream, right? So downstream, upstream. So when we're looking at, like you said, when we're looking at these metrics, we should be thinking of them as downstream metrics or upstream metrics, right? So downstream metrics, you know, the further downstream you go, this kind of like the bigger outcomes, right? Like patient volume, retention, collections, revenue, right? So profit, profit margin, those are downstream, right? So in the business world, upstream metrics means what are the activities that you can do and measure that would predictably impact 
or influence or result in those outcomes that come up downstream. So what you do is say, if we understand that we're in the compliance business, then you know what the downstream metric we want to measure here is compliance percentage. In other words, kept visit average. If you tell somebody that they're supposed to be here three times a week for four weeks, what percentage of those visits do they keep, right? So if somebody graduates to once a week and you do once a week for 12 weeks, what percentage of those that's kept visit average or compliance percentage, right? So let's assume that that's that downstream number. That's the first of these two numbers. That number by nature is a lagging metric, right? In other words, you look into the past to see what happened. Right. So if you looked in the past and you said, we have a 75% kept visit average. In other words, we were supposed to see a hundred people last week. And of those hundred people that were scheduled, only 75 of them showed up. That would be a 75% compliance percentage or 75% kept visit average. Right. So that would be a lagging metric because we're looking into the past to say, how did we do? We're looking in the rear view mirror. Right. So what happened historically? And it's compliance percentage as by nature, a lagging metric that will tell you this is what happened. This is what we did. Okay. Now we're going to set goals around these things, right? So each one of these KPIs or key performance indicators like compliance percentage will set a goal around because guys, you have to give your team context. They have to know what success looks like. They have to know what a win looks like, and it has to be a number. Okay. So you have to say, guys, our goal is that we want to see greater 86% or greater compliance or kept visit average. Here's what we know historically looking across thousands of practices. Now, this isn't just a guess. This is the law of the jungle, a practice that enjoys greater than 86% compliance or kept visit average is a growing practice. A practice between 86% and 83% is a stagnant practice. A practice that's 82% compliance or below is contracting. It's shrinking. Do you think that's an important number to know? You betcha, CEO. You want to know we're going to be 86% or more. And everybody in the team goes, Roger that. I get that. We're at 75 right now. We need to get to work. We need to work on changing that number. So Dr. Pete, you were alluding to it. You can think of some of the things that lead to better compliance. Yeah. I mean, again, just even thinking about this and for the first time with practices doing this, one of the tools that I love to use for this is a the daily huddle sheet. It's one of the KPIs we actually measure on a daily basis. It's because many of these things, you know, if, if you can keep your eyes on them regularly, meaning you're looking at this on a daily basis, you actually can influence this in a powerful way. And that's what drives the outcome. So Dr. Stephen, we had talked about going into this, that there are specific elements that drive us hitting this goal, let's say of 86% kept visit average. Or if we can get to 87, 90% kept visit average, if we could do that, there are specific things. I think we've identified four or five very specific things that will drive that. There's more than that probably that are going to drive those things happening. And again, when you break this down, and you take it from this high level and you break it all the way down to Pete, your new patient who just started under care, who's just getting started. If you do these things for Pete, you are going to have a likelihood, a high likelihood of actually hitting these outcomes that you want. So Dr. Steven, let's talk about the things that are going to drive these, the lagging indicator, but what are the things that are going to drive the leading indicator? <laughs> 
All right, let's hit the lagging first. Okay. So, and I don't want to get too much in the weeds on this, right? So I don't want to blind you guys with too much data, but Hey, I'm also not going to say this is a critical number that you're lagging metric of compliance percentage and not tell you how to fix it. Right. So like you said, Dr. Pete, you can't manage what you don't measure. Right. So let's look at the things that are upstream from that downstream metric of compliance percentage. And these are what I call best practices. In fact, these are vital behaviors, right? So we know these are the things that lead to better compliance. Number one, let's talk about it. People have to be compliant to a care plan. Well, that implies that people are on a care plan. So it's percentage of your patients that are on a care plan. And then for those people that are on a care plan, the percentage of people that are actually mapped out or scheduled for that care plan, like critical guys, this is a critical vital behavior that when somebody says, okay, great, I'm going to be here twice a week for the next six weeks. Are they on the schedule book like that? If they're three times a week for the next six weeks, two times a week for 12 weeks after that, whatever their care plan is, guys, I don't care. I'm not attached to that. I want to make sure that they know I've committed to that. Put them on the schedule book. Okay. You should be able to flip the pages virtually or actually on your schedule book to say they're on the schedule book for the visits they've committed to. Okay. So that's called mapping them out, put an asterisk on that one. All right. Then it's percentage of people that are on a financial plan or a financial agreement. Then it's percentage of people that are on EFT or auto debit. It's percentage of people that go to your better results faster workshop. It's percentage of people that bring their guests or bring their families in to get checked, right? So these are all things that are upstream and they're great predictors of driving better compliance percentage. Okay, let's take a quick break and talk about Cairo Matchmakers. Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the right person for the job. If you're looking to hire the ideal chiropractic assistant, Cairo Matchmakers will help you find the specific person missing from your team so that you can get back to using your talents to serve more people. Or if you're looking to hire the ideal associate doctor, CMM can help. Cairo Matchmakers helps chiropractors like you find the ideal associate doctor to unlock your practice potential and get you the freedom that you desire. To learn more, go to chiromatchmakers.com. With a staggering 91% of patients now expecting digital care from their chiropractors, it's clear that personalized communication is critical for your practice. Digital Care 100 is the premier video engagement platform in chiropractic and offers easy-to-use tools to create short, personable videos and send them directly to your patients. At the heart of digital care is the DC100 Content Library, your own personal archive of conversations just waiting to be had. Content ideas are already brainstormed, trends are already identified, projected and mapped out, interesting and engaging content is ready for delivery. With a built-in teleprompter and 100-plus video scripts to choose from, Digital Care 100 is engineered to keep your chiropractic moving forward 365 days of the year, and you're in the driver's seat. Ignite practice growth with Digital Care 100. Visit digitalcare100.com to learn more. And now let's jump right back into our conversation. And I'm remembering just as you were talking about the book and we were talking about this, I remember like for me, I go into my office and I pull up my computer. One of my you know disciplines and favorite things to do is looking ahead. All right, let's look at Monday next week. Let's look at the next week after that. Let's look at the next week after that. I was just in a habit of always looking ahead and seeing, okay, we've got 285 on the books. 
all right, because I was like, if I'm going for that 300 number kind of thing, you're like, all right, are we going to get there? Are we going to hit it, you know, on Monday next week or whatever? And it was, you know, it's, it's very much like, okay, so I knew in my mind I was going after very specific outcomes. And I knew that, you know, if I was three weeks out and that 285 was down to like 240 or 230, you're like, all right, something's going on here. I can immediately go to my team and say, all right, guys, what's up? Like, what do you think's happening here? And I remember having this conversation many times with my CA, many times, because they knew it way better than me, to be honest. I'm not going to tell you I knew how to, I didn't own that schedule. That wasn't me. I wasn't the boss of today or tomorrow. They were the bosses of the today and tomorrow. So I was really, I worked, I was asking them, the leader, the question in that moment, like, hey, what's happening here? Are we moving in the right direction? What's happening with the patients? You know, so this is one of the things that as we were talking about this, I was like, man, that was, I always was looking at what's Tuesday next week. All right, it's doctor report day. Let's look at the next week. All right, what is that shaping up to be? You know, and same thing with the workshops. Like how many people are scheduled for the workshop three weeks out? How many people are right now scheduled? Our goal is to get 50 there, 25 guests. How many people are going to be there, right? So we started looking out, always see, okay, the people's names getting plugged in, plugged in, plugged in, looking at that. So always looking ahead. And so we need to be able to have that ability to look ahead knowing the things that are driving us looking ahead. And you talked about, some of you, this may be interesting. They actually had a paper, a book, where they used pencil and pens to write in their schedule where they could see, he could see, all right, pull it out. And just put this thing on the desk and look, okay, who's coming in next week? What's our future vision 30 days from now? This was Come not on. going down to Staples and saying, okay, can I get one of your 12-month you know, calendar books, you know, that we're going to bring up and put at the front desk. They didn't sell these books that we needed, right? So back in the day, you know, I'm talking 20 years ago, back in the day, we had to actually have our own made because what they sold at Staples just was not going to meet the needs. I mean, we were, you know, we weren't quite at a thousand a week yet, but we were still seeing 250, 300 people a day. And it was like pencil on paper. We had to have a printer I designed them and had these made, these oversized books. We had a special custom stand made. It was like turning a scroll. It was like turning the pages of the Torah, you know, be like, <laughs> it's all like that. And my team still mapped people out, man. And I can remember the dirty looks they'd give patients that were like, I want to change my Wednesday of my family of three from three o'clock to 3.15. And they had them mapped out for the whole year written. And they'd be like, are you sure? <laughs> you know, they'd be like, I'm going to strangle this person if they change. We have to change 47 weeks ahead, right? So nowadays, man, everything's computer. It's a piece of cake. There's no excuses. There are no excuses, Dr. Steven. This is 100%, you know, one of the behaviors, vital behaviors that needs to be in place for driving compliance. 100%. Number one, percent on the care plan. Guys, this is, this is a non-negotiable. You know, again, you don't get what you want, you get what you tolerate. Do not tolerate anything less than people abiding by the standard with which you operate. We make recommendations for care. We don't make suggestions. So make sure everybody's on a on a care plan. Number two, map out those visits, guys. Like you said, Dr. Steven, today with digital technology, it's easy street. It's not easy to do it, but it's easy because it's easy to manage it and it's easy to implement it. Honestly, it's just you've got to make be committed to looking at people in the eye and asking them to tell you when they're going to be coming in and you are going to be mapping out those visits and get their agreement to this is what's going to be happening. And now you're accountable. To yeah. It's an act of service, Dr. Pete. I mean, it's an act of service. Take a, a busy human being and be like, Dr. Pete, I know you're a busy guy. You run multiple businesses. You've got five children and a marriage. You're like, 
uh, you work out, I can't expect you to try to find time to come down here three times a week over the next month. I'm not going to do that to you. I'm not going to set you up for failure. I'm going to set you up for success. Is this a time 315? This works for you Monday, Wednesday, Thursdays, or it's three o'clock on Thursdays and 315s, whatever it is. Does that work best for your life? Great. That's going to become your time. We're going to map you out, right? If you have to change it, you can change it. But otherwise, that's your time. Piece of cake. And what's beautiful about this is that now once they've agreed, here's what I see. Once they've agreed to that and they mapped it out, when other things come up like, hey, can you come and do this appointment? It's like, you know, I already have an appointment at that time. So then you start because otherwise you were like, oh, yeah, I can just move that. And then, of course, I'll do it at 315. I have the chiro. I'll just... You know, that is what happens if you do a strong start with a patient and they really value your time and their commitment and their compliance. And that's important to them. And you've laid that out for them well, which we're not going to get into like the scripting and training here, but they will abide by, they will honor that appointment, which is really important. And they will allow other things that come into their life, things that come up because it's going to happen, move it around my schedule because I've already got a commitment there. So this takes us right into the leading metric, right? So if we're going to look at the yin and the yang of this, this is the yang, okay? So the yin is compliance percentage and the other upstream metrics that will predictably create that. Now, what we want to do is say, now that we've got people committed to care plans and they're mapped out for it, now let's do a slip and check and let's look ahead. A leading metric will look ahead. And my favorite is future scheduled visits, right? So if we look ahead, I'm going to pick a date. I'm going to say 30 days out from this week. Okay. So let's say we're in the fourth week of June right now, right? I want to look ahead and look at the fourth week of July, last week of June versus last week of July. I'm going to look at June, our last week's volume. Let's say we're at 300 a week. Okay. I'm going to look 30 days ahead and I want to see how many patients are we scheduled to see four weeks out. Okay. And I'll tell you right now, I want to see 85%. Okay, I want to see 85% of this week's volume four weeks ahead, 30 days out. It's called 30-day future scheduled visit, okay, percentage. 85% of this week's volume one month ahead. So if you saw 300 this week, flip the pages virtually or actually, go ahead four weeks, and you should see 255 visits on that book, okay? This is a high bar. (laughs) This will expose you. This will expose your team. Okay. So there'll be teams that'll do this exercise. And I'll tell you right now, don't yell at anybody. Okay. Don't beat yourself up. Don't yell at your team or what have you, because they had no reference here. This is six side of the Rubik's cube, Dr. Pete. This is energy. We hadn't made this important before. This wasn't something that we talked about before. I'm going to tell you right now, this is a vital behavior. We want to know that we are, we saw 300 this week, 300 people that are on care plans that are mapped out and they're committed to getting the care they need to achieve their results. I should be able to look 30 days ahead and see 85% of that volume already scheduled on your schedule book. So, and this is where it gets really fun. And this is where your team, again, we talk about accountability and people taking ownership. This becomes one of the, the stats that gets reported. This is one of the, the parts of accountability, which we've talked about in our previous episode, which we talked about the accountability grid and using the accountability worksheet is you look at that and that number, like I already did it, it's 255. I did the math based on what you said, actually. I didn't know which number you were going to use, but 300 you said, so great. So that means that in four weeks from today, when I look at the books, I need to see 255 on that schedule that week. I need to see 255 are coming in four weeks from now. And if I'm not seeing that, if it's less than that, then we have an issue and we need to address that. Again, 
And it's not emotional because now when you start doing this, it's quadrant two activities. It's, it's important, but not urgent because we now can address things versus we troubleshoot it. We troubleshoot it right there versus like, Hey, four weeks from now we show up and we're at 255. We're like, what, why is our volume going down? What's happening here? Where's this? We got leaky buckets, things going on. What's happening? And we realize, you know what? We constantly are firefighting. Why are we spinning our wheels? Why are we not growing? This is how you prevent that. Dr. Steve, this is so big because a lot of us wonder like, why do we hit these plateaus? Why are we unable to grow to the next level? And this is where it comes down to. It comes right down to this. We're not looking ahead enough. And you're not asking us to look far ahead. We're not asking you to look far ahead. We're saying 30 days out. Just create this rhythm of being 30 days out and looking ahead, future appointments, future scheduled visits, 30 days out as a percentage. And we're asking you to set a bar and say 85% is the standard. And we're asking you to do that. And Dr. Steven, going back to what I talked about at the beginning is I want some of you, I want all of you to commit to this. And I want some of you to respond in a month from now and let us know, hey, we did this, we start, we implemented immediately. Here we are a month later, let's see what happened. Just by putting attention to this, just by focusing your energy on this, tell us what happens. Tell us what happens three months from now if you do this for the next 90 days consistently. Tell us what happens. I'd love to see and hear some of the results. Like you said, whether you're at 50 a week right now, 300 a week, 600 a week, 125 a week, whatever it is, the 85% applies to your current volume level this week, so whatever it was. Not a holiday week, pick a normal week and then go from there. And I'll tell you what, it's transformative. Absolutely is. So let me shine a light on this for everybody. And I want to make this lighter for them because right now we just drop, you're shouldering something right now. You're like, holy ma- mackerel. I just, well, I know we're not even close to that. Like, I don't even know where to start. Okay. Let me tell you the truth. Start with where you are right now. Okay. So start where you are right now because here we are. We got six months left in 2021. If you're listening to this real time with us, you, this is an issue that you can fix. This is something you can totally get on the rails. And I think a great runway is to say by the end of the year, this is where we're going to get. Okay. So I'll tell you what, we're working with some of the top level chiropractors in the industry. And I can tell you the voicemails, the text threads, text messages, emails that I've gotten over the last couple of weeks when we've been studying this and working on this inside of the Remarkable CEO program, people have come back and been like in a text thread being like, guys, I'm at 31%. (laughs) Right. And then somebody's like, oh yeah, I was at 29%. Right. Somebody's like, oh, I guess I'm not so terrible at 44%. So I want to just kind of relieve you. Take a breath right now. Okay. There's a lot of things that need to line up for excellence. Right. There's a lot of things that need to line up for for you to have a remarkable practice. All right. So just take a breath. Don't beat yourself up. We're going to give you a clean line of sight here. Okay. Listen to some of the things that we talked about. We talked about having a percent of people on care plans. If that's not you and need help with that, let us know. If you don't have people on care plans, you need help with that, please let us know. We'd be happy to help you with that. When you say I've got them on care plans, but they're really not that committed and they can't get them wrap up. Let us know if you need help with that. Everyone, 100% of people want a financial agreement. So you got to have a financial agreement with people, right? You're not making this up as you go. If you need help with that, let us know. We'd love to help you. Percentage of people that are on auto debit, EFT, you know what that's called? That's called having a business, not having a job, right? You talk about one of my favorite leading metrics is how much are you going to collect next month? How much do you know right now? Those are people that are committed to payment plans and are on EFT and auto debit. You know already, I'm going to collect $53,000 next month on the 5th, 15th, and 25th of the month. I already know. You need help with that? Let us know. Okay, so we're here to help you guys get there. And I want to give you a clean line of sight and a runway so that by the end of the year, your 30-day future scheduled visits are at 85% of this week's volume. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Remarkable CEO Podcast. 
Remember, what the world needs now is chiropractic. And what chiropractic needs now is more successful chiropractors. If you like this podcast, please subscribe, share with a friend, and leave us a review. And if you'd like to connect with us personally, direct message us on Facebook, LinkedIn, or Instagram. Now go and be remarkable.